It's time for the movie rate, and tonight's victim is actor Ronnie Cox. Uh, played in many films and television, Robocop, Total Recall, Deliverance, Beverly Hills Cop, and he's also a musician. Hello. How you doing, Mike? Fantastic. So what have you been up to lately? <laughs> oh, I, yeah, yeah, for an old guy, I'm the busiest guy you know. I've been doing a video game. I've been doing movies. I'm, I'm, of course, I'm, I, I travel. I do about 100 shows a year playing music. And uh, I've just agreed to, to be to a six-episode show being shot out of Nashville about country music. Very nice. Uh, can you explain a little bit more uh, what you're doing with that? I, I don't. I can't really at the moment because because we don't have the details yet. I've just I've just agreed to it just within the last 24 hours. So uh, th th there'll be more information about it later. Fantastic. How about your music? Uh, what, have you got any new tracks out for any new albums out? My latest album has uh, been out for a couple of three months now, and uh, I don't have a I don't have any plan to do. I've I've done ten albums. I'm just letting them sit out there and. And, and be themselves for a while. You can go to my website, RonnieCox.com, and 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 actually, you, you can play any of the songs there. I, my MP3s are there for anyone to listen to that wants to. Now, in the film industry, control is usually the key of everything. Where do you think control can be lost uh, in acting? Well, it's basically where control is lost is not being prepared. <laughs> As you know, and anyone going into the acting business should know, the hardest thing to do is to get that big break. And to get that big break, there's a lot of reasons why people might not get that big break. But once you do get that big break, what's really important is for you to be able to take advantage of it. It's the way you take advantage of that by being prepared. How many times have you seen the person get that big break and then not, not be ready to capitalize on it? So that's, that's the, the real key to everybody is, to, is that you've got to have yourself ready to be, take advantage once you get that big break. Yeah, and it's very rough uh, location as well as uh, what roles you get. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Sometimes you're forced to take them, even if you don't really like them. I mean, there's just so many factors involved. You can't. It can easily be confusing where to go and how to do it. Well, that's the other thing too. You're in charge of that. If you, if, if you're, they're taking you someplace you don't want to go, then don't go there. I, I've, I've always been fond of saying this. As actors, we all have to validate our own passport. And no one's going to do that for us. And so I, I've always been, in my career, not that I've necessarily made all the right decisions, but I've always been very selective about the things I wanted to do. And I, I've never let anybody else make a decision for me about the things I should do, and, and nor would I ask anyone else to do that. Also, when it comes to stability, uh, what do you think, in order to get a, a steady stability to reach bigger challenges in acting? <laughs>
wrong place as far as I'm concerned. It's always a gamble. The, the thing is, I mean, here, here's the thing. I say this to, I give seminars to young actors all the time, and people are always asking me uh, if I have advice to young actors, and, and I do. I, I always tell young actors, because, because the acting business, and the music business too, for that matter, are so fraught with disappointment and with rejection. Because at any, any given time, you're in competition with 20, 30, 40 other people for the same role. There's a great chance that you're going to be rejected for the role. There's so much rejection in, involved in acting that, and here's the, here's the key point, that if, that if you can picture yourself as a young actor, or any actor for that matter, being happy and fulfilled doing anything else in the world, go do it, because you're saving yourself a lot of grief. But, but the caveat to that, the caveat, and, and this is the key caveat, if you can't picture yourself being happy and fulfilled doing anything else, then don't let anyone talk you out of it. Now, actors often take different roles through everything from even come to the point where they're reverting to being stereotyped. Do you believe in self-re-imaging? No. The stereotypical, I mean, the acting is acting, and, and so therefore, you don't, you take a role because it presents a challenge or is something that interests you. And, and if it's, if you're just taking something just to rebrand yourself, then, then I don't know you, what, you didn't like what you were before? I, I, I don't get that. Uh, they want to show themselves out there what they can do, but at the same time, it, especially in, in young actors, I mean, you can see it on the screen, it's like, you're... You're kind of playing the Barbie doll role. Well, but you see, here's the thing, and let's let's talk about this now because this is the main thing. The hardest thing about playing Hamlet, getting asked to do it, getting the job offer. So, and and oftentimes you might take a role that that, that you might have trouble finding a way to do it because it's a challenge for you because the the fun is not going and playing the same guy, the the guy that's in your wheelhouse every time. You want to take those roles that challenge you to, to go somewhere a little further. So if you're like, if you're a gymnast, if you only, you only do a somersault, if all you ever do is a somersault, pretty soon you want to do a headstand or you want to do, or you want to do a triple or you want to do uh, something else. And so if you take a role that challenges you for that, and, if, and let's say you don't necessarily succeed at that, need to now, that's the, the, what you need to do to grow as an actor. There are lots of different reasons for doing a role. It, it may not be a terrific role for you, but it's a chance to work with a director that you've always wanted to work with, or it's a chance to work with a, 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 an actor that you've always admired. Or maybe it's a role, it's a really, it's a, maybe the, the project isn't so good, but maybe the role is really challenging and one that you want to try to, to take a stab at. So there are any number of reasons, but but you have to have that reason that you want to do it. It has to. It, I, I for my money, it can't be that you want to do it just because you're you need the job. No, I mean, performing compared to the music portion and as well as the acting that you played many roles. Does does it fulfill you or expand potential as an artist for you comparing uh, to two different worlds? It, it, it's all part and parcel of the same thing. It's all performance, because it, especially the kind of show I do in my music shows, Storyteller, too. One of the reasons why I love, I mean, I do love acting, 
One of the reasons why I love music even more is with acting. No matter what kind of acting it is, whether it's movies, television, plays, you name it, there is and must be that imaginary fourth wall between you and the audience. You can't step through the camera and talk to the to the audience. Whereas the kind of show I do where I tell stories, there doesn't always happen, but there's a possibility of a profound one-on-one -on -one sharing that takes place. And that's an opiate. It's undeniable. The, 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 the acting, the music, the storytelling, that, that's all part and parcel. And, and it's also, I, I'll put it this way, too. I, I write screenplays, I write songs, and I've written a book. So that's all part of my art <laughs> that I want to share with people. For people to see and, and something to touch rather than to just look at the marketing aspect, looking at money aspect of all things. It, uh, sometimes, like, it comes to the point where some of these artists, want, a lot of them just look at that point of view. Like, they have one perspective view. Like, they want to get the art out there, but at the same time, it's like, uh, how can I sell the art? Yeah, I, I have to tell you the truth. That's a, a, a non-starter for me. Uh, the money aspect, now don't get me wrong, I know the difference. I grew up poor. And I know the difference between not having enough money for clothes or food or whatever. But I have to tell you, in all honesty, that I have never taken a role for the money. Money is a non... It, it, it's whether or not a, a project appeals to me and whether or not I really want to do it. And, and it can, like I said, it can be for any number of reasons. It's always going to be a very personal reason for me. Yeah, and it takes a lot of heart to, it, it's not money, it, you have to take a lot of heart and a lot of dedication, a lot of commitment to put in these roles, regardless of what it is you're playing, you do or don't like the role, because you, you're putting yourself out there as an example, you're, you're showing what you're capable of, because when they see you, whether it's on a big screen, small screen, whatever, even if it's on a cheap DVD, you're putting yourself out there. You you got to show what you what you're capable of, uh, and not worry about that money aspect of things. And a lot I see you can see a lot of these guys kind of go point to that point. And uh, sometimes it can just ruin their whole whole perspective as well as their own image in general. Well, that's a cynical way to look at it because if, if you really get down to it, doesn't matter which kind of art it is. It's all art, and it's your art. And so I, I make no distinction between the, something being on a cheap DVD or a, a little low-budget film that, that you can do for $5,000 or, or at that time uh, Total Recall, which was the most expensive film in, in the history of Hollywood. That makes zero difference between how you apply your art. Your art is applied exactly the same way. Yeah. Do you think curiosity has reached its limit in film, even be too artificial? You know, spin-off, spin-off, rehash, rehash, rehash of the same thing. It almost seems like, you know, what's what's going on here? It's like we're just going to keep seeing repeated thing every single month? See, that that's your problem, or our, our, our problem as viewers. Uh, obviously, there are certain people that have certain visions, and it, and it doesn't work for us. So trying to uh, make that apply to everything is, is in, a, in a way, kind of a fool's errand, don't you think? In a way, yeah. I, I do agree there. It, it just seems like when you look on the, on the screen and stuff or, or whatever is being promoted, it almost seems like, um, is there anything else 
other than this every single time it's just almost like reading the same newspaper every single week of this just a slightly different tabloid well the, my advice is to be more discerning as a viewer if you're finding yourself to seeing uh, what I've found in my 40 some years being the theater that I find things endlessly fascinating and, and innovative and challenging and uh, inspiring to my imagination but but you just you have to seek it out you can't just go and say okay what's coming okay oh this is so maybe you should ask yourself as a viewer am i going and seeking out the same things over and over and over again or am i really going and trying to find the thing that pushes the envelope exactly i totally agree with that now you've accomplished yourself as an actor to show what you are capable of as well you've uh, accomplished yourself as a musician to show yourself what what you're capable of of course there's always problems in in uh, succession but what do you think the world itself in your opinion uh should see more clearly of it's all a part of it's like i said before it's all a part of my art i mean how do i separate my songwriting from my from my writing a book or from writing a screenplay from from acting in a role from from telling a story, from singing a song, from playing a guitar. How do I separate, how do I say, oh, this is my part of me that does that? No, this is, this is all of me that does that. I, I have these different aspects of me that do those things. Look, go ahead and replug in anything that you are currently doing, any websites, any uh, as well as your songs, anything general that you want to promote. Uh, any release dates of songs that you want people to check out or any, any past... <laughs> projects or so forth. No, I, I just uh, just check out my website ronniecox.com and in why don't spell it with a my e otherwise you might get a porn site <laughs> uh, ronniecox.com you can check my tour schedule and the things i'm doing and uh and we'll go from there and there you have it that is actor musician ronnie cox